My name is Madison Barra and welcome to my podcast where it's all about teaching you how to lose weight, keep it off and actually enjoy the process. I've lost over 70 pounds and these are the failures and lessons I've learned along the way. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. And kind of figure out what type of weight loss woman are you? Now, right now, as I'm speaking, you're going to fit into one of these three categories, usually one of these three. And um, it's going to kind of tell you and reveal to you why what's been happening has been happening, whether you're doing well, you're struggling, or you're in the middle. This is going to explain that to you. Now, the good news is, doesn't matter kind of where you are right now, you can always move around to a different type of woman. Okay, so the good news is, there's three three main type of weight loss women, I call them. Uh, you are one of them right now. And if you want to say that one, you can stay. But the good news is, we can transition. So let me break this down to you. So you have the the vague woman. So the woman with a very vague and broad and general goal. You kind of want to do it. If you don't, not a big deal. You have this goal. If you don't reach it, not a big deal. You're kind of very vague. You're vague about what you want. You're vague about what you don't want. We're kind of in this in-between phase of I'm not happy, but I'm not, but I'm not unhappy. Okay. So that's kind of the one woman that I, one of the women that I encounter along a weight loss journey. Second woman is the one with a very vivid goal very vivid goal. They have this fantasy. They've had it for a while. They they really want to reach this goal and they've given this goal some thought. Like they've broken it down. They know what they what 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 it's going to look like, how you're going to feel, what you're going to wear, how things would change. You've created this really exciting kind of fantasy future. So that's the second one, the vivid goal. Now the third one, the third one would be the unbearable present. So some some woman that is just it's kind of unbearable to be where she is in her journey. Unbearable meaning not happy, needs to change right now, if not yesterday. So those are the three types of women that I will always run into and talk to. So the person is very vague, so they're in the middle. They want to change, but if they don't, not a big deal. The vivid goal, so someone who has a great, amazing future they want to go to. And then the, the, the unbearable present where they're really unhappy with where they're at. So knowing that, I want you to take a second and I want you to kind of decide where you are right now based on those quick little definitions. Where do you think you are? Are you somebody who's really unhappy where you're at and you need to change ASAP? Are you somebody that has a really vivid goal that you're working towards and you've really, really envisioned it? Or are you somebody that's like meh in the middle? I'm kind of comfortable, not really. I mean, I'd love to change, but it's not really super, super important yet. So figure out which one of those three you're, you are right now. And I want you to ask yourself, uh, do I want to be that one? Do I want to be that woman right now? Is that serving me? And only you know the answer. And there is no wrong answer. It's just whatever you you feel is appropriate. Now, if we break these down into how, like I've, I've coached thousands of women at this point. So I've got a really good pool to pull from in terms of knowing what success looks like and and success indicators in terms of you know, how quickly will you lose weight? Will you keep it off? You know, all that stuff. So in terms of success in weight loss and these three women, it varies a lot. So if you are that vague person that in the middle, you know, I want to change, but I don't want to change. I'm okay for now. 
So if you're kind of that vague, I don't have big goals, you know, you, you, that wishy-washy in the middle. Um, what I notice is this is the type of woman that gets nowhere really quickly, right? So an example would be if this type of woman were to come to me and we'd have a conversation and, and I was like, yeah, we can totally get you to whatever your goals are. They'd actually most likely refuse the coaching. They'd actually most likely not want it or not think that they need it, right? And uh, if you're listening to me talk, you probably know everybody need, needs a coach. Even coaches need coaches, right? So if you are that vague woman, um, the chances of you being successful, in my experience, are very, very slim because you think you can do it on your own or you just don't think there's really anything that needs to be done urgently. So you, you, there's no kind of fire under your butt to get you going. So if I see women who are in this kind of middle gray area of wanting their goals versus not wanting to lose weight, but not really, they're going to go nowhere fast. Um, this is where along my weight loss journey. So, you know, over 80 pounds down now along my weight loss journey, I was this person occasionally I would go through phases and I would be this vague woman where I didn't, I wasn't really clear on the goal I wanted. Um, I didn't want it bad enough to really put in a ton of work. Or I didn't think that I needed a goal and I was kind of really oblivious to where I was at and I wasn't really working on anything. So we all kind of go through these in phases. And I, I have definitely spent some time as that vague woman for sure on my weight loss journey. You know, if you asked me, did I want to lose weight? Yeah. Was I doing anything about it? No. Did I even think or want to? No, not, not, not either that one. So if you are vague or you think, oh, huh. I don't feel vague, but I could definitely be more specific or have more passion or motivation. Um, then that's a sign that you don't want to sit with where you are. You don't want to be that woman right now. And because she really does get nowhere fast. Every time that I was in this vague phase, I would half ask things. I would half commit to a diet, half commit to a workout program, half commit to X, Y, and Z. I was kind of one foot in one foot out. So I was like, yeah, maybe sure. Maybe. And then it just, and, and because I only half asked it, of course, I would never see any results. So then I would just give up anyway, which would make me half ass the next attempt because I would think it wasn't going to work anyway. So this is the most dangerous place to be. You will get stuck on a hamster wheel forever. If you don't realize that there needs to be some intense emotion around your journey, in your journey, in your weight loss, in a very intense, I'll, I'll take any emotion. I really will. I'll take any emotion over neutral, kind of indifferent, meh, okay? So that's the first thing. Are we feeling meh lately? Check yourself, check it out. You're gonna be stuck forever if we don't fix it. Now, the second type of woman, the one with the really vivid future, that vivid goal, right? You, you can close your eyes and you can see that future you in your head. It's really exciting. You know, you, you do believe that you can get there to some degree. Maybe you don't know how, but you do believe you will get there or you can. Now, this is the type of woman that when I encounter, they do very well in the beginning. They crush it. They just go out the gate swinging. They are just, they, they got some momentum. You can't slow them down. They're they are very, very well starting out. High motivation, high willpower, high inspiration. This goal is super attractive and it's mag magnetic, pulling them to it. Now, having said that, because they are so intense starting out of the gate for this goal, uh, a lot of the times they'll, uh, they'll think that how they feel in that moment is going to last forever. 
So what they don't do is they don't plan for the little hiccups. They don't plan for things like, like that. And, and, and so then when they do happen, they are caught off guard. And so what I notice with this type of woman, the woman with that really vivid goal, you're kind of moving towards pleasure. You're, you, you're seeking out pleasure, right? That goal seems like more desirable than, than um, staying where you're at. So you're seeking out pleasure. I find that pleasure doesn't motivate you in those weakest moments. It's not the thought of your goal and how exciting it would be to reach your goal that is going to give you that extra push when you need it, when everything is weighing on that one decision, that one moment of whatever it is that normally throws you off, one extra bite, a hard day at work, a fight with your husband, right? Whatever it is that triggers you to kind of go out of routine or maybe eat more or maybe skip a workout or whatever it is, it's not enough to have a powerful goal. That's what I have noticed. People who are just all pleasure and excitement starting their journey or in their journey, it's great for quick results, which have their place, absolutely. But it really, it does not serve you when you are, there is one caveat to this. It does serve you later on, which I'll get to in a minute. But for the most part, this does not serve you because if, you know, if your kryptonite is cake and you're staring at a piece of cake in the eye, whatever the eye is, you're staring at the cake's eyes and then you're thinking about your goal. In that moment, that cake is stronger than your desire to reach the goal. Maybe your desire for the goal hasn't gone down, but think about how we think about food, right? Or when we get in those moments, that cake desire goes up. It is higher than our goal. Even though our goal hasn't changed, even though our goal is still important to us, that cake desire or the chips or the crackers or whatever your thing is, that desire is higher in the moment. So if you are this woman with this vivid goal and future you're excited about, then I just really, I would caution you to say, uh, that's awesome because that when things are going well, you're going to be the type of woman that's going to see the fastest results, which is awesome for motivation. But when things don't go well, this is when I find that you've really set, you haven't prepared. You just haven't prepared for those moments the most. Now, the third type of woman, that unbearable present, you're in this unbearable present. So the woman I talked about before is going towards pleasure. This woman is trying to get away from pain. And what I've noticed is when women are in pain, in discomfort, when they are, when they use strong words like grossed out, disgusted, unhappy, no confidence, when they use strong language, uh, it evokes more pain. And when they're in pain, they want to get away from pain as much as possible. That's just how our body is wired, right? When you touch a hot stove, your hand pulls away faster than you even realize what happened, right? Faster than your brain even like told you, hey, by the way, you're going to hurt yourself. Maybe you should lift it up. Our body lifted it away automatically for us. That is how hardwired we are to avoid pain. And so if we know this, uh, what you need to kind of harness and what these women have a really good grasp on is that the pain is going to be the bigger motivator in those hard times, right? Um, so these women who, instead of talking about how awesome their goal is, they talk about unha how unhappy their present is. Just that simple shift because they, they could have an exciting future too. It's just they're so focused on how not happy they are that that's their source of motivation and, and, and influence. 
when that's the perspective that these women take, I find them much more consistent on their journey. These are the most consistent women I ever run into because number one, they're in so much pain. They do want to get away from it as fast as possible. So they are also able to start a journey um, on a really, really good note and a faster note. But also when things don't go according to plan and, and they feel that guilt or they feel that, um, that, that, you know, that feeling when you slip up in your tummy, you're like, oh, why did I do that? Right. When they feel that, that reminds them of where they started. And because they have such a strong connection and a strong, uh, like repellent of going back there, it's enough to either make them not go off as bad, make them get on faster, back on track faster, or avoid those downfalls altogether. One of those three things always happens. And so what I want you to take away from this is, like I mentioned, we are all going through phases of being one of those women, right? Sometimes we're meh, we're comfortable, we're complacent. We don't really want to, I mean, sure, we'd love to lose 10 pounds, but we really don't want to do what it takes. And then we'll switch to, you know what? I'm so excited for my goal. I got a vacation coming up. I want to fit into that dress and feel so sexy, right? And that, that gets you started. But I find that it is the pain, the I am so unhappy with where I am right now because I realize how damaging it is, how detrimental it is, and how I am selling myself short of my true potential. That is the thing that will push you through those harder times because anybody can lose weight when it's convenient and fast and life is going easy and you don't have much going on. Anybody can do that, right? Even on even on the wrong program for you, you can do that, right? Just because you're, pay, you're able to pay more attention to doing things. But it is in those little moments of discouragement, of weakness, that I find the most successful women are always the ones who have intense pain tied to going back to where they started. Pain is power. Pain is power. That's what I like to say. That's what I, you know, like to remind all these women who, when they're in their pain, because when you're in your pain, sometimes you don't recognize that it is power. It is power. It is going to be the biggest driving force you could ever muster up to get you back on track. It is pain. It is always that uncomfortable. I'm letting myself down. This is gross. I can't be this person anymore. I can't be this person anymore. That was when I finally, finally saw success with my personal weight loss. When I would cry when I'd step on the scale. When I had to try on seven different outfits to find one that I was comfortable in and could hide my stomach. When I, you know, when I ate so much, I had to make myself throw up because I was so full. When I was embarrassed that I had to do things like that. That pain is the one that snapped me out of it and kept me and start actually started me on finally the last time I had to try to lose weight. That was a successful time. I actually did it and got all the way because the wound, the wound, the pain causes or wherever the pain is coming from, the wound is where your light can shine in. That's where the light shines in. It's the wound. And you need that light in those moments of darkness because it is the moments of darkness that determine who you are. It is in those bad moments that that life shows you who you really are. And you get a chance to change who you are with how you react to those moments. It's a beautiful thing. Pain is power. And when you are wounded, 
remember that's a chance for the light to shine in. Not the other way around. So think about it, right? Apply this logically. So think about the last time that you were frustrated with yourself um, because of something that happened with food. Whether you didn't meal prep or you ate something you shouldn't or you said you weren't going to eat it, but you did or you ate too much. Think about that last time. Go right to it. I know everybody has one in their mind. I got mine in my mind. The last time you, you were frustrated with yourself because you knew you could do better with food. Now, imagine this. Imagine standing naked in front of the mirror and having to eat the same thing that you just ate. That made you disappoint. You wouldn't do it. Would you do it? Would you take that bag of chips and go stand in front of the mirror naked and eat it? No. How crazy is that? Why? Because you'd look at yourself and be like, wow, I really don't need this bag of chips. Am I really doing this right now? Right? It's pretty extreme, but sometimes you got to be extreme once we've been struggling for so long or, or when you need to switch phases that you're in. So if you wouldn't do that, then what that's telling, what that should tell you is that you haven't been living in the, in the pain of your reality. To some extent, you've been hiding from or avoiding either how bad things really are or turning things into being not so good because you have the power to do that too, right? And especially if you've lost a little bit of weight already and you're kind of in that, getting to that vague woman, right? That little bit in that middle, you know, you still want your goals. Maybe maybe you're um, vivid and vague or unbearable and vague kind of in, in the in-between. But either way, there needs to be more intense emotion brought up. So it's not a new program. It's not a new diet. It's not a new gym. It's not a new this or that. That's going to be the answer to being consistent. It's going to be, what do I need to do? What do I need to say? What do I need to put into my life that evokes intense emotion of any kind to start, right? Anger, happiness, any intense emotion. How can I invoke these emotions in me? It only works if you are emotional when you think about not being at your goal or staying where you are. If you do not get emotional about the thought of staying where you are right now forever, if you do not get emotional about that thought, you've not thought about it long enough. Staying where you are is like dying before you die. I'm not discrediting all the work that you've put in and what you should be proud for. What I'm saying is it would be an awful shame for you to never meet that beautiful future version of you, that goddess. It would be an awful shame if you never got to meet her. All the things she could do, who she was, the inspiration she was for everybody in her life. You can't not meet her. You can't not meet her. Come on. How exciting is she? And so you need to learn to evoke these more intense emotions if you want to be able to switch to these phases. And if you are have been stuck or are lacking inspiration and are just feeling like it's not working 
well enough or there's something wrong with you and you know why can't I just do it why can't I just stick to it then it's probably because you're either the vague or the vivid woman you're either focusing on the pleasure or not focusing on any emotion at all and I'm telling you if you need a big boost to move forward we want to go into that unbearable present sit with yourself and paint a not a nice picture of where you're at right now right now obviously I don't want you to exaggerate but I want you to be honest I want you to be honest with where you're at are you wearing baggier clothes? Is food controlling you? Do you make excuses for yourself? Are you disappointed in yourself every time you say you're going to do one thing and then you don't follow through? Paint the picture of the reality of how you've been behaving because it is embarrassing. And I can say that because I believe that about myself too. If someone were to watch you, on a 24-7 surveillance video, what would you have to say for yourself? You know you can do better. And so lay it out. It is about reminding ourselves of what staying here will do. So does the reminders, right? Because in the beginning, it's fresh. It's there. As we continue, the reminders are going to be the thing that save your butt. The reminders are going to be the thing that push you from phase to phase if you find yourself drifting from that woman to that new woman to that other woman. It's the reminders. And it's not reminders of how awesome that future is, although that's great and you should still work on that and you should know what you're working towards and you should have a very vivid future. But it is not the reminders of that vivid future that you should have on hand, ready to go. It is the vivid reminders of what your life will turn into, what you will lose, and what happens if you don't reach that goal? More of the don'ts, less of the do's. If I don't reach that goal, what happens? If I stay here and I don't change, what happens? Not if I do reach my goal, what happens? That is the, the shift that I find the most successful women talk themselves through in those weak moments. And so you can kind of use that little shift in the moment. That's all that it is, right? I'm not saying you have to be in pain and miserable every second of the day. I'm saying you need to have that on hand for when you are being tempted, for when you normally fall off, for when you're repeating the same cycle over and over again that you're tired of being stuck in. This will be the thing that kickstarts a new cycle, a new pattern, a new habit. Now, the caveat to this is I have seen on the other side, that vivid goal, I have seen that be um, the thing that gets women out of the slump too. But it is only the most powerful one when you have reached a goal you have never reached before. So for an example, if you come to me and you say, uh, you know, I'm 200 pounds, I want to be 150. Cool. To get to 150, you're going to have to use that unbearable present technique. That's that's what's going to push you through those, those, those lulls and those ruts and those slumps. It's that, that pain. However, once we get you to 150, okay, you didn't even think you were going to get there. And once we get you into the 140s, when you see a number that you've never seen or you haven't seen since high school or you never legitimately thought you would ever get back to and you just said 150 because you thought, hey, that's as good as it's going to get. If we get you into the 140s, past anything that you believed, which this happens quite a lot with our fit queens, 
then because you've now exposed and revealed a place you've never been before, your mind opens up and you don't want to lose that. You don't want to lose it because you never thought you could have it. It means more than you could possibly imagine. And it's opening doors in your mind that have never been opened before. So that is when that vivid goal becomes just as useful as the pain. So there are different scenarios for it, but if you haven't reached a goal that absolutely has blown your mind that you didn't think was real, that you didn't think you'd ever see, then you're going to want to stay in that pain lane until you do. Right? So uh, for me right now in my journey, I am in that vivid goal phase. I've reached a point where I like, honestly, it sounds so cheesy and I can't even say it right. I just, I never thought I would be here. Like I really didn't. I wanted to be, and I'd say it sometimes to lie to myself to think I could do it, but I didn't actually think I'd be here and I'm here and being somewhere you actually never thought you could be is unlike any other feeling. And it is a motivator that helps me stay on track, unlike anything I've ever felt before. But what I have noticed is that you must, it's just not going to work in the beginning. We think feeling great and sunshine and rainbows and look at this, this is so awesome. I'm doing so great. We think that's enough to push us, but it isn't until you get to this point where I'm at. And if you're not there, you know it, you know, you know, if you, if you know what I'm talking about, you know, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're not there yet. So until then you got to find a way to get out of that vagueness or um, into and out of that vividness and into that unbearable present. That's going to be your, your bread and butter right now. Okay. If you have reached a goal, let's say you lost a hundred pounds and you never thought you would. Well, then that's when that, uh, that vivid goal would be helpful. And that, that pleasure is actually going to be your motivator instead of the pain. But for now, most women listening to this are going to be in that pain. And we don't stay in that pain enough because we stay in frustration. We struggle and we struggle and we try and we try and we let ourselves down and we let ourselves down and we slip up and we slip up and we're frustrated. And we think that that's pain, right? But it's not frustration because we don't sit in it. We brush it off and we say things like, oh, I'll try again tomorrow. I'll try next Monday. Oh, maybe it's just not meant for me. Maybe this is the new body I just have to get used to. Oh, it's my age. Oh, it's my metabolism, right? We don't want to sit in the pain. So we see, we still feel pain. We still feel frustration, but it's not enough. And it's not consistent enough to actually be used as good. Right now, it's probably used as bad. When we feel that pain, it's discouraging and, and we've associated it with stopping or this isn't working or I should try something else. When really, if you sat in it just a little bit longer, it could be the rocket fuel you have been missing. Do not be afraid of pain. It is just an emotion. You are not an emotion. You have control. You are the master of your thoughts and your emotions. It's time to use the most powerful ones of all. And those are the negative ones because they get us off our butts. A lot of the times we don't know what intense joy is because we've never felt intense pain. That's the only way we know what our emotions are. We felt the opposite. That's the only way, because what would we compare it to? We wouldn't be able to describe it if we didn't feel the opposite. So you've only felt the equal opposites. So discomfort and comfort. But what about intense pleasure and intense pain? If you want intense pleasure, You've got to search for that intense pain first so you can match it on the other emotion to have something to compare it to. 
And so really think about what I just said. Think about that. Sit with it. Um, use your pain. Use your pain for you, not against you. Because most women that I encounter, their pain is working against them. Their pain is discouraging them and it is making them, it is the reason that they fall off. When really if they just sat and thought about why they're in pain past the initial superficial layer of I screwed up, why are you mad that you screwed up? Because you're not a woman of your word? Because you can't stick to anything? Because you're so unhappy? Because you don't like going out anymore because no clothes fit? Like get painful about it. Don't stop at the first layer. That's doing you a disservice. If you found this podcast valuable, I hope you leave us a five-star review. And if you want to learn more about the Fit Queen way of weight loss, visit www.fitqueen.com. Thank you for listening and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss another episode.